Show. Can't lose Drippin'. Can't lose Drippin'. Can't lose Drippin'. That was on my wrist, they drippin' with eyes. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show where your mom listens and you should too. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Or you can join the cast of dozens and follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina sitting across from me. Shirtless Tom behind the glass. Tell your kids. Tell your wife. We're doing radio up in here. It's finally here, people. College football week one. None of this week zero BS. The fighting... Beers, Nears, Will Greers are going tomorrow at 3.30. Pitt's going to lose to Albany. Joining us now from FatJackSports.com, as he will be every Friday throughout the football season, is Fat Jack. Fat Jack, how you doing today? What's up, Adam? I'm swamped right now, very busy, getting ready for uh, week one. We're very excited about the, the season here, finally underway. Tired of the preseason, although it's, we've turned a little bit of a profit, a very nice profit. Heading into uh, the season, you know, I used to be the guy that said, if you're betting on the preseason, you have a gambling problem. But um, <laughs> some other high-end players convinced me there are some trends that are pretty straightforward, and they're right. I mean, over the last four or five years, we've made a little bit of money in the preseason. So if you go to FatJackSports.com, everybody gets exactly the same picks when you sign up for my service. So uh, when you sign up, you get them texts, you get them email, you get them on the website. Everybody gets the same ones. I play those games myself, and then those are posted graded and documented right there on the website so if you look under 2018 2019 football selections they're right there from the whole preseason and through last week's games and you'll see we uh we won some money in the preseason and are ready for this weekend's game so very excited to get some people signed up in the pittsburgh area and start them winning some cash as uh gambling is starting to become legal in the state of pennsylvania FatJackSports.com, FatJack joining us here on the Crowley Show. As for this weekend's games, FatJack, which ones have tickled your fancy? You know, there's a bunch of them. Rule number one in week one, and this changes obviously as you go through the year, but rule number one, what people need to understand, is that nobody knows anything about most of these teams. Yeah. And that's the reality, and that's a, that's a good thing and a bad thing. But we saw that in week zero. Colorado State opens the 14-point favorite up to 17 against Hawaii. Hawaii is supposed to be caring about Hurricane Lane, and they basically take Colorado State behind the woodshed and beat them by almost two touchdowns. So those type of things won't happen as much in week eight as they will in week zero, week one. So that happens because you have scholarship limitations, JUCO transfers, and a lot of other things going on. So the good news is, though, the line setters at William and Hill and MGM and all these people that you're going to become a lot more familiar with in the state of Pennsylvania, they don't know anything either. They're looking at perception of the general public when they set these lines. So the key is to finding games that the perception versus the reality is way off. Let's look at Maryland and Texas. All right, Texas last year. It loses by uh, over 10 points. Now they're going on the road to a Maryland team that has a tragedy happen over the summer. They look totally lost. they got coaching staff issues. But what happens in games like this, when you, when you kick the ball off and you start playing football, all of that goes out the window. The talent that's on the field wins out in spots like this. And the idea that Texas is all of a sudden three-and-a-half touchdowns better, even with Ellinger starting and them being more stable at quarterback, three-and-a-half touchdowns better than they were last year at home is ridiculous. That's mm. not the case. So what's going to and, – and, and, frankly, Texas will go into this game. The big 
problem with Ellinger last year where he had catastrophic turnovers at absolutely the wrong time, specifically on the road. UCLA comes to mind, fumbles it on the two-yard line going in, has another big turnover in the game. They lose because of spots like that. I promise you, Herman will be guarding against that. So they're going to have a real conservative game plan. So if you're looking for a spot simply based on strategy and game plan Herman will have and perception versus reality, look for Maryland to keep that game closer than what the general public believes because everybody likes to hype up Texas and the big uh, uh, you know, longhorn machine. And also, game plan in Texas will be let's not do anything stupid, let this thing get out of hand on the road, and let our talent take over. Also, Texas plays better defense, so the unders looks like a good bet as well. So that's just an example of the perception versus reality. But look for Maryland to cover the number and the game to go under. Fat Jack, shirtless Tom here. You know, tomorrow's really the big day for college football, but we got some games tonight. I'm going to throw out three picks for you, okay, for the games tonight. Try to get some bankroll going into the weekend. Tell me if I'm crazy or if I'm spot on. Give me San Diego State in the points against Stanford. Give me Western Michigan in the points against Syracuse. And give me Utah State in the points against Michigan State. All right, who's the starting quarterback for Western Michigan? You know anything about them? I know nothing about them, but I, I, know, I know that Syracuse are frauds, Fat Jack. I know right. this from years of following Pitt football in the ACC. All right, who's the quarterback for Syracuse? Uh, Fat Jack, that doesn't matter put, to me at all. Put your shirt back on, do some crunches, and sign up for the service, shirtless Tom. I love you, but come on, brother. I'll, listen, I'm just playing, obviously, but you're kind of proving my point. You're right. Syracuse is a little bit of a fraud. Under the total in that game would be my best play. Uh, shirtless Tom, because I, I think what you're what you're getting to is that Syracuse is a fraud because they're not their offense is bad. Exactly, and so and so they're not going to play well offensively. Western Michigan typically has a good offense, but they're retur- they have to replace a whole bunch of starters on both sides of the ball. I would stay away from that. I think that one of the keys to making money in Week One is knowing who to stay away from as, as well as who to who to play. Uh, the Utah State Michigan State's an interesting deal. Here's the deal: Utah State got blown out playing a Big Ten team last year, but they bring a freshman quarterback across the country against Michigan State. There are some sharp money that, that agrees with you on that. Look at the number on that. It opens 25. It's down to 23 and a half. Yet 81 percent of the general public money is on Michigan State. Vegas knows what money knows what they're talking about, what money doesn't. The sharper money's on Utah State there. I know a couple of guys that have played 50K on uh, Utah State. They believe the freshman quarterback knows what he's doing. He'll be able to maintain some things there and keep the game with inside the big number. So they bet money on Utah State. That's brought that number down, even though the majority of the money's going on Michigan State. Uh, your third game was San Diego State-Stanford. No opinion on the side because I – I don't know anything about San Diego. I don't know enough about San Diego State. I play 20K a game, so if I, I'm not just building. I'm not throwing money out there. That's too much. I can buy a small import with no air with that, so I'm not going to just throw it out on San Diego State. I do like that total under. What ends up happening with San Diego State, they like to run it. They like to grind it out. Their front four is very good, and so they're going to try to keep the game close, win time of possession, convert third downs, ugly up the game, and Stanford's not an offensive juggernaut. They've never been the greatest show on turf or anything like that, so they're going to try to also not make mistakes. There's a reason why that game's only 14, 13 and a half, so look for the game to go under the 49 points. Uh, the general public doesn't know what they're talking about on it, so it's 50-50, but look for that game to go under. So I don't know if I've been much help, and I certainly shouldn't be giving you information on crunches either. I'm as fat as an ox, but I will tell you, those, those three <laughs> – I mean, hopefully some good information there. Fat Jack of FatJackSports.com joining us here on the Crowley Show. 96% of gamblers 
lose every year on a yearly basis. You want to be part of the 4%, go to FatJackSports.com. You told us last week to be weary of Michigan for the over-under win total. What do you think about them playing against Notre Dame in the big house? Well, the biggest thing, I think there's been a little amnesia since last year with a couple of things. Number one is Alabama's quarterback situation, although – one of the guys I go on with who knows a lot, we had an argument for half of our segment today, which is ridiculous. But uh, the, the freshman quarterback had a great half of football. But I could have an eagle in a round of golf. Doesn't mean I'm going to shoot 63. So I'm not sure they're on their way to the national championship. But number two, how many times does a five-loss team in college football play for a national championship the next year? If, if Michigan wins 11 games, they're going to be right there in the mix. So I think that they're absolutely – um, probably going to lose tomorrow, and I don't. I, you can go from five to two or five to three, but you rarely go from five to one. And this quarterback they've got—he was a turnover machine before he got up there. So I don't think just because you know they're a little more stable at quarterback there, but he's going to have to do, do something he has not done before, which is not turn the ball over. So I actually like Notre Dame in that game. It's another better game to watch than it is to bet on. I think. Um, and there are some sharps also on Notre Dame in that spot. So if you're going to play it, I would lean toward Notre Dame, but probably a better game. There's better spots to make money for sure. We haven't had a losing September in over a decade, and part of it is knowing who to stay away from in week one. Life's a lot more comfortable when you're winning early in the year. When you're trying to play catch-up, that's when you try to find the UTEP-Hawaii game to try to get even and then try to make up on Sunday, which is very difficult for people. When you're, when you're winning early – you don't have to worry about those things. So trying to win early is really, really key. It's like fighting Mike Tyson. You don't go in there and just start swinging. Next thing you know, you're going to be looking up at the light. So you got to be careful here early in the season. And I don't know that Notre Dame, Michigan is probably where you want to jump out there this weekend. Fat Jack, West Virginia's got a lot of returning talent on their team, including Will Greer, who's going to win the Heisman Trophy this year. Uh, but they're playing Tennessee, who's got a bunch of talent, albeit they didn't have a good year at all last year. Spreads 10 points in that game, with West Virginia being the favorite. Uh, I'm a big homer and a huge West Virginia fan, but I think I would stay away from that game if I were a better. That's a, see, that's amazing. You, I tell you what, that's the most conservative breakdown of that game, Adam, I've heard all day long. Everybody loves West Virginia. Oh, no. I'm, I know, and I'm telling you, I, I'm the guy... One of the biggest principles in sports gambling is if it looks too good to be true, it probably is. And I can't think of any reason in the world to play Tennessee. The only people that bet Tennessee in this spot, Adam, there are fat hillbillies that drink moonshine and play the banjo and basically sit over there and they're wearing orange overalls and, and have orange hair. I mean, I can't think of anybody who plays Tennessee in this spot. West Virginia is absolutely the class of the game. They have their act together. They have three All-Americans. Defensively, they're young, obviously. They need to do that. But, but Tennessee has a new coach. They're in disarray. They lost a million games last year. I mean, how do you play them? They're pretty good up front on defense. But how does that, how does that equate against West Virginia's offense? So if you look at, at the breakdown of the game, I don't know how in the world anybody lines up with their money. Now, we're not just talking about from a fan. You're looking at it from a fan standpoint. I'm talking about taking your hard-earned cash and yeah. going up and say, give me the balls. I'll take them. Sign me up for that. I, I don't know how you do that. This does not look like a spot where anybody can line up and play Tennessee, yet it's only a 9- to 10-point number. So I worry about it if I'm a 
um, a West Virginia fan from that aspect because I don't know who plays them unless you're drunk on moonshine and wearing orange overalls. Um, and that Vegas doesn't typically set lines to give money away. But from a, from a win-loss standpoint, West Virginia has not been getting a lot of love. And we see these, these type of teams every year that are undervalued. They cover early in the year, and then Vegas catches up. And I kind of think West Virginia might be that. So I think they win. I don't see any way they lose. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if it's a little closer than the number. So I think you might have to earn it, but there's no way in heck I'm going to play Tennessee. All right, my mortgage is going down on West Virginia. Fat Jack joining us from FatJackSports.com here uh, on the Crowley Show. Uh, any other games that you're looking forward to this weekend? Any other any other season totals that we haven't covered? Yeah, there are. I mean, I'll tell you, my clients get the best ones, and I try to ne- – I'll never talk about those voluntarily. If you ask me about them, I'll mention them, but I won't tell you which ones they are because what happens is I mention them, and if I bring them up, then I will have clients text me an email and say, hey, why am I paying for these uh... tickets? You're getting for free. But – if you bring them up, then I've gotten away with talking about them. But we, um, but I'll tell you a couple more free ones over the over the weekend. Um, which Washington Auburn, uh, you know Peterson has this is his fifth year. He has his full recruiting class in right now. These are all of his kids. If there is a team that's equipped to go from the West Coast to, to the middle of the country and compete with an SEC team, it's Washington. And it's this year. Um, you're going to get value every time you look at an inferior conference like the Pac-12 playing an SEC team. You're going to get value in that team, and this is that spot. So you're getting two and a half, two two and a half points simply because of that. SEC versus Pac-12. Don't be surprised Washington goes and gets it done here. He's got his kids. He's a good coach, and he's going uh, going to the middle of the country. It's going to be. T- a road game, really. It's not, but it really is because Washington won't travel that well. Washington probably pulls the upset there. Again, it's not a, a release, but I absolutely think that's probably going to happen. The other one, a lot of the sharps are on, but I'm not going to release the side, probably release the total, is Texas Tech playing Old Miss. That's another team that um, Texas Tech, their quarterback, is a not one of those fun-and-gun guys that Kingsbury typically gets. He's more of a prototypical uh, type quarterback, but their defense is a lot better than it's been in the past. And he's basically all but hired a realtor down there. He's been holding on his job for about three years. And if he does not win this game, he's in trouble because they've got to win more than six games and be competitive in his other losses, or he's going to be shown the door. Ole Miss, these are both six win teams really need to get off to a good start. I think that he probably gets it done here. Kingsbury does with Texas Tech. And um, um, they actually are, are much more balanced than they've been in the past, especially on defense, a team that has not done very well defensively. Uh, they're going the right direction. They recruited well also here in the middle of the country. So look for Texas Tech to take care of business against Ole Miss. Fat Jack, really appreciate the time, man. Looking forward to doing it next week. Have a great opening weekend of college football, my friend. Absolutely. Everybody gets the same picks. Labor Day is here. Next week we'll have the NFL to talk about. Get signed up, and we're going to turn a profit. We've won t- 10 years in a row in September, and uh, we'll be talking about the games in detail next week. So FatJackSports.com, if you want to turn a profit this season, playing the games against the spread. Awesome stuff, man. Take care. There he goes. That's Fat Jack. FatJackSports.com, 96% of bettors lose on a yearly basis. Be part of the 4%. Go to FatJackSports.com. Tom, he crushed you there. I don't think he crushed me. He crushed you. Your no, face he, got he, all he, red. He, he you were definitely you. you were definitely upset about it a little bit. I'm right though. <laughs> You're not right. What we'll is see. Syracuse's quarterback's name? 
Like that matters. Like that. Can we be honest? Like that really freaking matters. Who Syracuse and Western Michigan's quarterback name is? Three games. Like he knows what the hell's going on. And Pat Jack asked one question. Done. I was so impressed (laughs) by the way Tom laid them out too. I thought, wow, Tom's really got this year. And yeah, uh, he he laid bankroll out. Like he sounded like he knew what the hell he was talking about. He went for tonight's games, the degenerate games. Yeah. And Fat Jack just smacked him in the face. Fat Jack's dropping 20K per game, man. Who's that quarterback? (laughs) Doesn't matter. It would have been something had you known the names of each of the quarterbacks. I think it's the odds are stacked against me more to know who's starting for Syracuse and Western Michigan than if I didn't know. (laughs) Well, let's let's do this for next week's segment because Fat Jack's going to join us at 5 o'clock every single Friday throughout the football season. I need you to ask questions about teams that you've memorized their quarterbacks' names. That way he can be stunned. Like off-the-wall teams, too. Like it's yes. Marshall versus Akron. And I'm just like, yeah, Chase LeHerring's back for Marshall this year. He's one of the best returning and just like pile on stats to him. Just make his jaw drop. Yeah, he ain't going to buy it. Tom's going to have total beef with Fat Jack by the time this is over. Yeah, you got him winning all this money. You guys know what I'm going to do next? What? First of all, it's the great unsponsored football segment filled with knowledge and fun brought to you by To Be Determined. Right but, now? No. Later. In the next segment. Would you listen? My God, Fat Jack has you rattled. He does. Whew. He's got you rattled. Reel it in. Take a breath. I won't be able to breathe in the next segment because, you guys, since the fourth preseason game happened, I've got to come up with a totally new 53-man roster. Oh, no. I've done it. No. Dude, we're not we did doing it. I've done yesterday, it. dude. I've done it. It no. wasn't yesterday. It was two days ago. Two days ago. We did it already. Come on. Things changed. No, you even did Is Josh Dobbs on my 53-man roster? Find out to, next. You, no. It's a Crowley show.